Welcome to the Captain Bagrat podcast, where we're on a mission to fight boring news about Asia and Australia. You know, it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it with a finger on the Asian, well, Asianish pulse. As always, we're recording from downtown Chinatown with yours truly, the mythical Madam Chan and friends. Oh, Adam, how are you going there? I'm very well. That sounds so. That sounds Southeast Asian. Mm-hmm. Is it Lao? It's Lao. Congratulations. Yes. Have you yeah. been to Lao before? Is that I right? have. I love Lao. <laughs> awesome place. Amazing, amazing place. We went the um, to Luan Prabang where you can feed the monks. Have you been there? No, I don't think I it's have. It's like this yeah. famous thing. Maybe it's not so famous anymore, but. Um, the, the monks come out of the local temple at morning mm. and all the tourists go and they offer them rice and food and you things kidding? like that and they walk in this procession along the street. It's a pretty amazing experience, yeah. So it's like a tradition, like a ritual yeah. that you do every morning. Yeah, well, the locals feed the monks and then it became like this tourist tradition and they still do it. Mm. Well, you don't see that in Australia, that's for sure. So it's definitely yeah. to, <laughs> to go over there for. Yeah, it's um, awesome. <laughs> excellent. So in Unexpected Asia today, expect 10 years of jail time in Australia if you import hentai from Japan. Yes. What? Yes. What? I don't even know what hentai is. It sounds like Japanese porn, but uh, yes, I'm guessing we can go. we're, we're going to get, we're gonna <laughs> get into that. that. And then also you'll be talking about paying your tuition in coconuts. Yeah. So ponder ponders, we're talking, well, I guess, you know, if you're going to do 10 years of jail time, chances are you're going to get sent to Manus <laughs> Island or like one of those offshore processing centers. You so you're going to have to, right? you have to start a barter system to pay for your for your crimes in, in, in coconuts. And use some seashells, because apparently that's currency in some of the Polynesian countries. I'm sure it is. Um, what else have we got coming up? Well, what about Ponder Ponders? What's happening there? Ponder Ponders, um, we're talking about like what's trending on Google about Ooh. Asians. Ooh, I wonder what's going to come up on that one. Mm. <laughs> it's interesting stuff, actually. Depends on which week you ask, I guess. <laughs> it's changed now, actually, yeah. after even a few days. Yeah. <laughs> and in Secret Asian, Asian-ish, we're going to talk about Chuck Norris. The man okay. who invented his own martial arts style. I didn't know that. I knew that he was like the, the dude, but I didn't know he had his own style. Yeah. So we briefly talked about him in episode 62 as, a, you know, who serves the best punch in terms of drinking and punching. Mm. So I thought we could do Chuck Norris in more in detail for a change. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That sounds cool. Excellent. So more of that later. First up in Unexpected Asia. Yes. Yes. So you could end up in jail for 10 years in Australia if you start importing hentai from well, Japan now. It's not really in my plans or I don't Good. really have a need to do this. I'm glad you're not a rock spider. Can, can, you, can you explain <laughs> a rock spider? Can you explain what hentai is? Yeah. So I didn't know what hentai was either, because, um, but then I did some research and apparently it's anime and manga pornography. So for all those out there, you can just yeah. Google it if you really want to. Yeah. Okay. Mm. All right. So now um, it also includes the waifu, uh, waifu baby dolls. So yeah. they're actual dolls that you can import from Japan, which a lot of Japanese men now prefer because um, it's in the shape of a woman. It has obviously sections that you can utilize for whatever needs you, you need. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, Australia also has banned that as well. Okay. I have heard of those life-size doll things. Like mm. there's um there's a brilliant Vice documentary on all of the the weird things that come out of Japan. Yes, fetishes and I guess and all. like um, see like Japanese people aren't having relationships. It's a really interesting area. 
because mm. the dudes are so into their stuff and they're they're like their comic books and their computer games and the girls are so into their stuff and so they never meet and they never have relationships so it's all this weird stuff is like starting to emerge yeah it's like it's um you know something that doesn't move they have more an affinity with that than a uh -huh. real human being Okay. It, it, it's really interesting how that uh, society who, is changing. Who, who am I to judge? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so if you're into kinky stuff, unfortunately, this Christmas, you can't get hentais no more. Mm. And I think experts from the Australian end are saying that all this explicit anime and manga, so not the cute Pikachu stuff and not yeah. the, you know, other cute My Little Pony and all those yeah, anime, okay. but it's the ones that are sort of being used by pedophiles, otherwise known as rock spiders. They use these tools to groom children. And then you can see from... Oh. Oh. using anime manga and then you entice children innocent children who don't know anything to do certain things what yes yeah, it's, it's a it's a really interesting sick world in that underworld that we that's don't crazy so how does it work so they send the manga thing to a child or they just start giving kids ideas as well okay yeah so I'm not right. sure how they groom um, right. the kids, but yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a way of doing things. Yeah, um, if anyone's listening from ASIO, maybe you can dial in and we'll... Uh, let us know. Yeah, let us know. We'll educate the community, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and also, yeah, so DHL Japan has stopped um, delivering. Apparently, it's getting um, pushed back from the Australian end. So right. the Australian borders is like, no, nah, this is not coming anymore. Uh, it's a red flag. Return yeah. it. No one's receiving anything from the Australian end, no anymore yeah okay interesting i wonder how they um identify that as well like they because i guess they x-ray a lot of the packages oh, and things absolutely. like that anything from oh, japan really <laughs> yeah i wonder what the volume's like i wonder how many like lonely rock spiders are there just going damn you australian government i pay my taxes i pay for australia post and what do they do they go and buy all their executives cardio watches That's this is not good <laughs> it's not good enough. No wonder mail is getting slower and slower each time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I noticed the other day I had a pro um, this is a slight diversion. Yeah. But I had a problem with a, um, a, a shipment, so I sent it by Australia Post going to Russia. Basically, it's one of my old computers, and I'm selling it so I can upgrade my current one. Mm. Anyway, two weeks, two and a half weeks has gone missing in action. Don't know where it is. Whatever. And so I go and log the complaint on the Australia Post yeah. site. Do you know how many causes they have on their post site at the moment? Oh, we've shut down this service. We're not doing that because planes aren't flying. We're going to be delayed. Um, oh, basically, okay, you can't yeah. hold us responsible for anything. Yeah. Um, and if a package goes missing or it's delayed, well, too, too bad, basically. I know because Melbourne but, had the lockdown. Apparently, it took a month for normal, normal snail post yeah. to get from you know, where we are, Sydney, to Melbourne. Yeah, was, it, was it you or someone told me that um, they got a barn did, was it you telling me this? So Australia Post mm. hired a barn shed to go and put all their mail because they couldn't deliver it. And they're like, well, we're, the factory's full. We can't put it in the warehouse. Where else are we going to put it? Um, so they yeah. went and hired a barn off a farmer and stacked it full of postages, um, packages and letters wow. and said, sorry, we just can't deliver it. It's just insane. Like it's just such a big... Um, change, I guess that's that everyone's and it, and of course everyone's buying stuff online, right? Mm. So there's more volume and all that. But basically, Australia Post um, have dropped their um, their Express Post delivery guarantee. Yeah. So you still pay a premium, but but, but you're not going to get the service. <laughs> so how does how does that work? Just don't pay for the Express service fee. Yeah, you've got a lot to answer for, Australia Post. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, this has been brought about uh, when earlier this year these red flags were raised. Um, right. In the South Australia 
uh, upper house by the minister Connie Benaros and Senator Sterling Griff. So they were the ones who wanted to pass um, this law where they want strict evaluations. So I think this is how it's gone through during COVID. So do you think mm. that they've got like members in their constituencies who have some problem with this? Like maybe their religious thing and then they've lobbied them and then now they're bringing it to the... Yeah, not only it, religious, but it's a criminal act. It just seems like... Su- I know, but it yeah. just seems like such a micro problem like i'm sure i'm sure it's a problem Mm. but i wonder what like the stats are behind it like it just doesn't seem to be a big well some of the big banks remember they Uh, were yeah yeah, same thing the child abuse child yeah as well yeah circulating that so i think it's a pretty big issue so that's why they've um gone this far with the drastic movement interesting yeah but enough about that let's go on to coconuts Yes, coconuts. So, did you know that students could use coconuts to pay off their tuition? No, I didn't know. I thought usually it's money through their parents. Yeah, but like, hey, don't make that assumption that all all students, international students are rich. Um, But obviously you've heard of HEX, right? Like the Higher higher Education Contribution Scheme. Yeah, finally, after like 25 years, I paid my HEX debt off. Because I lived overseas for like... 12 years or something, yeah. I, it never came out of my salary. So I came back to Australia like, oh, you still owe $25,000. I was like, oh, awesome. Isn't it after seven years uh, I don't have to pay for it? No, anymore? it's still there. Oh, wow. They haven't forgotten about it. And the accountant's like, oh, yeah, by the way, um, oh, your so tax... Oh, deferred for now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, in, it's, in, it's linked to the CPI. So the accountant's like, oh, by the way, you still owe $25,000 in hex debt or something. It's like the bad smell that never goes away. <laughs> this is what you get for your education. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so apparently in Bali, financial assistance has moved past merely using um, money to aid students. Mm. So um, there's a tourism academy there that um, has offered um, local students to pay for their tuition in coconuts, which seems kind of realistic, you know, share it around, lunch. You know, coconuts are so such a practical tree and such a practical... It's very healthy. We have coconut water in Australia. Is it a fruit? It's a fruit. Yeah. 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 It's not a nut, is it? It's a fruit. Well, it it provides oil. It's Mm. got heaps of like fiber. It's got like, you can eat the flesh. You can make cocktails out of it. Lamingtons. It comes in its own Mm. natural cup. Like everything about coconuts is really, really good. But anyway, students at this... It's got financial value to it. (laughs) Exactly. So students at the Venus One Tourism Academy have been really struggling to make ends meet in COVID. Mm. And like, we've heard some interesting stories coming out of Indonesia, like the guys gold panning in the rivers, just down from the factory, you know, risking their life with the toxic chemicals and all that sort of stuff Um, but anyway one of the founders of this college decided that um, they would create a coconut tuition plan so basically aside from offering um, tourism courses they also um, have a side (laughs) a side hustle of producing virgin coconut oil so then they resell that which then pays for the students tuition so it's kind of like a nice self-funding sort of way to get Get, a social uh, enterprise. Yeah, exactly. Making a social impact, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't blame them for their um, entrepreneurship and their, their willingness to go, go and try something different. Was it also Indonesia where we did an episode about um, this entrepreneur who got chicken feet, leftover chicken feet, and made it into leather shoes? Because yeah. the chicken feet um, skin has had exactly the yeah, same the texture same as prop- crocodile and snake. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff coming out from the, Indonesia, all these entrepreneurs. Some good, good, in, entrepreneurs. good innovation. Good on you. Um, so, yeah, so let's go with um, the second part of Ponder Ponders. Um, it's been a funny week, right? It's been an interesting week, Ponder Ponders. <laughs> yeah. 
So um, I'm not sure how relevant this is because, you know, Google changes quite regularly, but there's something <laughs> trending on Google about Asians. That's right. I thought I would just tap in the word Asians and see what happened on Trend Google. And so, I first of all, I did um, a world to, uh, Google search and then like I at the, selected the international level international yeah. level and then I stepped down to what's happening in the US right. versus Australia and there's some really interesting queries as well as um, uh, related topics that popped up alright let's do it okay so at the oh this is gold <laughs> And maybe we can actually answer some of these questions yep. for people. Okay. So on the worldwide level, when I typed in the word Asians on Google Trend, yeah, um, it was very, it was very much about COVID nineteen questions, you know, yeah. political issues about race, you know, yeah. you know, uh, what do Asians look like or something like that. Yeah. Jeez, I'm an example, I guess. And yeah. out of all of that, I think there were like twenty five different topics. One of them came out with Ronnie Chen as a topic under Asians. <laughs> Yeah, on its own. he's a funny dude. He's he's very he's international. Yeah, yeah, he's got he's living in the US now. I think he's in LA or New York or and something. And he studied in Australia, and he came from Malaysia or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. yeah, he's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. And then um, because there's two sections, you can also look under query. So under query, I found that there were all these questions about why Asians have green or blue eyes, contact lenses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not difficult, everyone. Somebody's watching. Somebody's been watching too many K-pop or or um, hentai. <laughs> yeah, or or um or Thai pop or or J-pop or something, and, and they're, they're just like, going. How what? come? How can they all have like green or blue eyes? Like, what's going on? Is that even possible? It's probably the same dudes that are importing the hentai things from um, Japan. But I have heard it's possible to go undergo surgery as an Asian to lighten your eyes. So that is also possible. Okay, interesting. Not naturally, though. Yeah, yeah. okay. But there are albino um, Asians where yeah. they have blonde hair and their eyes are like a, a lighter color. Yeah, like a pinky sort of. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, they're legit questions. Okay. And then another one I found really funny was, are Asians yellow? <laughs> For Adam, would you like to I, confirm? I don't, am I yellow? No. Well, apart from the glasses. Because everything's better in yellow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what a weird question. I know. I'd love to look at the um, like the postcodes behind that search query. <laughs> International postcodes. Yeah, no. Nah, All like, the countries. <laughs> yeah, but you can pretty much guess which city is right. I'm not going to name them now. I don't want to offend any of our um, listeners in Delaware. But <laughs> yeah, Texas or like yeah. Okay, and then another one that was quite popular was what race are South Asians? Do you have an answer for that one, Opa Adam? Well, they're kind of like. Mix Shih Tzu, like the non-pure breed. Nice, South, nice. South Asians. <laughs> South oh, like as in South Asia as the continent. Yeah, that's right. So like India. Oh, uh, yeah. I would, I, I would think like India mm. or um, Madagascar mm. or um, Pakistan, Pakistan, maybe. Sri yeah, that always yeah. used to throw me because um, we're obviously working in regional roles before. Mm. When people would say South Asia, I would think South East. Asia. Asia. But then there's Southeast Asia. Because, yeah, mm. because Southeast Asia is much for, further south than South Asia, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, I know. Like, so, like, South Asia's here mm. and Southeast Asia is there. So, South Asia to me is really Indonesia, Australia, that kind yeah. of area. But technically, it's not because according to this definition, it's yeah. Pakistan, India, Madagascar, um, that. It's Kind of area, and then it gets more confusing because my friends from the UK, when they hear the word Asia, they think straight away Indians, 
yeah. Americans, whereas they don't include what we call Northeast Asia yeah. or Southeast Asia, which is like China and Indonesia. Yeah. Yeah. So they call that the East. But then what if you're in America? Because technically, if you're America here and you're you're talking about the East, as in the Orient, Orient yeah. calls East, so... Well, it is east. It's just a lot further east. Yeah, it's a lot further. Actually, you hit Europe first. Yeah. So Europe would be considered Europeans the east. are easterners. And then Asians the become the westerners. The westerners. So I've always got really confused. I'm like, which way are you? <laughs> you know what? Road. Like, we should take this to a poll. Like, we should take it out to the streets, and then we'll go and do it in like some of the capital cities in the US. You know that like trick where they get people to draw on the map where they yeah. think things are. Where things are. That'd be <laughs> they get totally wrong. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> and then sure, quickly, I'll go through. They ask questions, who are Asians? Okay. That I don't know. Well, I don't, <laughs> do really, think, I don't really think there is an answer to that. <laughs> and um, here's a funny one. Do Asians have small dicks? <laughs> that oh, was God. at number 20. Wow. You did a whole episode on this, didn't you? With Svetlana. Yeah. yeah. So episode two, if you want to find out the truth behind it. Yeah. Um, and then out of the blue, very, very end, there's a reference to Australian, uh, an Australian guy. So Mr. Fresh Asian. Apparently he's an Aussie YouTuber. Okay. I don't know him. Yeah. I, I will I, go I, and research. Yeah. I did some research on him as well. And apparently you know, at first it was a gaming setting. And then I found out that it's an actual guy and his real name is called Harley Fresh and he's a DJ. Okay. But he was born as Harley Campbell, and he's a half Asian Australian. Okay. Yeah, so he's like another secret Asian that we didn't know about, which everyone is wanting to find out who who is this guy. On here it says epic Fortnite player. Exactly. I think he's also a gamer. Oh, yeah. okay. Twitch streamer, YouTuber, competitive yeah. Fortnite, battle yeah. Royale player. So that's who Mr. Fresh is. Yeah, okay. Oh, there's heaps of videos on here. I know. Wow, yeah. he's really into his anime. Oh, I hope it's a safe kind of anime. Yeah, it looks like... Oh, wow. Okay, sorry, I yeah. digress. Excellent. And then on to US. So, you know, similar questions and, and queries. Yeah. But one of the funny one is, at number seven, you would not guess what this is. Why do Asians use chopsticks? Opera Adam, why do Asians use chopsticks? I don't think this podcast has near the time nor the bandwidth for me to start this conversation. But I remember when I first moved to Korea... Um, I was trying to understand the different types of chopsticks because, okay. you know, there's like three types of chopsticks. Mm. There's like small, medium and long chopsticks. And it depends on which country you come from as to which size chopstick you use. Oh, all right. So apparently Chinese people use short chopsticks relative to like... usually. Yeah, relative mm. to like Japan or Korea because they it's actually acceptable to hold the bowl up to your face, face. and yeah. just basically shovel the shit out of the stuff. It's a lot faster. There's you, no distance. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Whereas um, Chinese and Korean chopsticks mm. tend to be longer. And anyway, we'll come back to this another. I think we could <laughs> do a whole. Do we could time. do a whole episode on this. I think. <laughs> Absolutely, and again, why, can Asians have blue eyes? Hmm. Yeah. So interesting questions. While in Australia, we have gone completely the other way. We have a top top topic: groping. So if I am in Australia. <laughs> And I jump on Google Trends and I explore the term Asians. Yes. The top thing that people search for associated with that word is, is groping. groping. Followed by bats. And then all the boys I've loved before, which is a, I think it's a Netflix film. Right. But that is just so interesting, isn't it? <laughs> the Australians. So weird. I know. And then it just shows you like, 
Oh man, oh, don't Australia's try. a little bit behind. Yeah, yeah, wow. <laughs> Sometimes, and then Bats. for Australia, there's only one query, and that one query, which I had no idea at the time, was Smithfield. So I googled Smithfield Asians, and anyway, I'll let you guys Google that. Okay, Asians at Smithfield. Okay. It was not what I expected, but anyway. Yeah, well, speaking of um, weird and wonderful things, I think it's time to segue to Secret Asians. What's the password? Captain Bagrat, come in. Yes, excellent. And today we're talking about Chuck Norris. And not only just Chuck Norris, but his own unique kind of combat style. That's right. And? Oh. Tell me about it. Okay, sure. So Chuck Norris was born as Carlos Ray Chuck Norris. He was born in 1940. So, you know, uh, what would that be considered with the generation-wise? That would be the baby boomers? Or boomers. Boomer. All yeah. right. Anyway, so he actually served in the U.S. Air Force and over in South Korea at the Osan Air Base. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so there's a bit of the South Korea connection for you. Yeah. And then after he um, served in the U.S., he won many martial arts uh, championships and then found his own disciple or martial arts called Chungkuk Do, Korean. So and it's Chinese. it's Taekwondo and. Mm. Taiwan, uh, Taiwanese, Chinese martial arts mixed together. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. It, well, it does because he got to star with Bruce Lee. Yeah. In um, the film Way of the Dragon, which is called Return of the Dragon in the US. Yeah. And so he played Bruce Lee's ne nemesis in 1972. So that's probably why he may have mixed things right. up a little bit. Right, okay. You know, a pan-Asian martial arts. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, do you have any favourite Chuck Norris moments? Not, uh, not really. I'm more of a Jackie Chan, like, yeah, he's yeah. Slapstick style. Jackie Chan and like, um, what's the other guy's name? Like, uh, we, yeah, no, weeping like the old, the old style. Oh man. The really old style, like Thai, like Hong Kong martial arts, weeping. I'll look it up. Weeping we'll dragon. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, sort of. <laughs> All Basically, right. fights off the British invaders. Okay. Wu IP Wu man? IP IP man? Ip Man. Ip, Ip Man. man. Yeah. Yes. Ip Man. We got there in the end. Yes. Okay. I was like, Weeping Man? I don't think there's one. <laughs> anyway, so my most vivid Chuck Norris moment was um, the, his movie Sidekicks. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know why. Maybe I associate with a, a loner, being a loner in a, in a lonely world. <laughs> <laughs> Growing up in the streets of Canberra. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> with, with his widowed father. <laughs> Yeah. And then, um, yeah, they just do martial arts and, you know, have day-to-day -day life. But uh, anyway, that's pretty boring. Okay. <laughs> and, yeah, there's another show that I just can't stop watching sometimes. It's um, Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. 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 I'm, mm, I'm just not a big Western slash martial arts. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I guess you got to watch a lot of TV, right? But, like, some people for in a lot of – I know it's a stereotype, but a mm. lot of people are really into it. Like it's like a, an obsession and like what about all the badly dubbed videos of like the Japanese fighting and then the I will kill you and the mouth still like, like going on for five sentences afterwards. It's like oh, the translator just could be fucked. Like forget this, it's time for a coffee break. And and then they, make a bit, they made a video game about Chuck Norris. Yeah. I know, it's ridiculous. Like feel the pain. Feel the pain. Is that what it's called? Is that what the video game's called? I believe They so. should turn that into a... Well, maybe we need to contact Mr. Fresh Asia <laughs> yeah, and see if he could turn that into like uh, like a real-life scenario of him playing that and filming himself, putting it on YouTube, of playing Mr. Pain. Feel the pain. <laughs> Feel the pain. And then make a meme out of it because, like, as you know, Chuck Norris, he's a bit of a legend. Mr. Fresh Asia feels the pain. Pain. Yeah. 
<laughs> Chuck Norris's pain. Yeah. yeah. It's I, the pain of constipation after like playing video games online and filming yourself and putting it on YouTube for like 12 and hours. It's totally addictive because you just can't walk away. Because like if you walk away, you're just going to lose because someone else is going to take your spot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. I don't. So there's a period in life where uh, Chuck Norris memes were huge. Yeah. I don't think big anymore. I think the world has moved on from memes. Yeah. But I thought I'd revisit some of these really funny ones. Okay. I will see your reaction. Here we All go. Right. Chuck Norris kicked the world once. It hasn't stopped spinning. So good. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> what else you got? All right. So this is um, a conversation between Liam Neeson and Chuck Norris. Neeson goes, I will find you and yeah. Chuck says, and what? Liam says, my apologies, I have dialed the wrong number. <laughs> From Taken, obviously. Yeah, 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 the whole line, yeah. <laughs> and I've got one more. Uh, this one's pretty funny. When the Hulk gets really angry, he turns into Chuck Norris. Yeah, okay. Would you agree on that one? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. He like He's so green and he's like just so full of fury. He's fury, like, yeah. He takes, he forget takes, this. Yeah, takes everyone down. There you go. Um, here's a good one for America. Guns carry him for protection. Oh, man. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'll pay that. Okay. And then this is, no, this is the last one. It's to do with Kanye. And I, I can't help myself because it's Kanye. Yeah, Kanye. Come on. So this is Kanye saying to Chuck, yo, Chuck, I'm going to let you finish. But you know what? You go right ahead and finish. It's not really funny. Okay, fine. I don't get it. Maybe there's a visual. Yeah, maybe there was not much of a visual. It's just, it's just this. Kanye. Kanye didn't didn't he like what happened to his presidential campaign? I don't know. I think Trump trumped him. Trump trumped him. <laughs> Maybe tr Trump should have backed him and then said, "I'll be your vice president." And then when people come out and figure out you can a complete whack job. <laughs> Then maybe I'll <laughs> usurp you and come into power as president again. Maybe if actually, in fact, if Trump was the second runner and then they actually got um, Kanye to go first, I think Trump that's would I mean. come out as way better leader. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what he should have done. Yeah. So Kanye, Trump should have put Kanye on his ticket and then said, "You can be president. Yeah. I'll be vice president. We're going to win because between us, we've got like." All of the Apprentice audience and all of the American rap audience, audience. and just all the audience in America, and just, in and just the audience, yeah, because everyone's and the like, world. everyone's like, this is going to be genius. Like, wait till Kanye and Trump like have their first board meeting. It's going to be like <laughs> gangsters, <laughs> yeah, gangsters at forty paces um, in the Oval. In the Oval. In the Oval. Yeah, but yeah. oh god, wouldn't that be genius? We should do an episode on that. What if Kanye was president? Yeah, I think we What should. would the world look like if Kanye were That's president? That's a ponder, ponder topic for sure that we can do. I'm going to write this And down. we'll make it really relevant to Australia and Asia as well. <laughs> they'll have some impacts in terms of policy, foreign policy, domestic policy. Yeah, North Korea. Hello. Absolutely. Who has the best relationship out of any world leader with North Korea? Trump. Yeah. And basketball players. And basketball players. <laughs> do you know, anyway, time for another day. I, I think, think we better, yeah, better end it there. <laughs> Offer Adam, bag right out. Later. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For the latest updates and kooky posts, follow us at Captain Bagrat on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you love it as much as Captain Bagrat and we do, please support us with likes and shares. If you're really digging Captain Bagrat, it does cost us a bit to produce, and we really appreciate donations and in-kind contributions via Patreon or however you like. I mean, we will never say no to be a sponsorship. 
Your support will bring us one step closer to having our own TV show one day and to live broadcast it from the heart of downtown Chinatown. Solid.